Hey, who's this guest over here? I don't know. Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. My yeah. name's Jeremy, and I work at the Ashwell Clinic, which is a new sexual health space. Fuck and yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, I do. So we had Jeremy on, because I know Jeremy through well, a, lot, a lot of different things. Yeah, you, you did a comedy show that I produced. Yeah, during the Contrast Film Festival last year. And then yeah. also I just know you through d- stuff with Double Scorpio. Right. Yeah, I do the marketing for Double Scorpio. And I now, love the marketing for Double Scorpio. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's yeah. just, yeah, great stuff. But then yeah, now you're doing stuff for the Ashwell Clinic, which... I honestly had never heard up until you told me about it. Yeah, like, neither, I don't think. Yeah, I've, I've looked into it now, but do you want to give your elevator pitch like to Ariel, who knows literally nothing, yeah, but hey, has, has done no research, of course. Sure. Well, uh, what's, what's the Ashwell Clinic? <laughs> so Ashwell Clinic is um, a... But are you saying Ashwell or Asheville? Ashwell. Oh, okay. Ashwell. Good. Which stands for Austin Sexual Health and Wellness. Ah. So it's like a, a sexual health clinic and we're primarily focused on getting prep to people, but we also mm-hmm. do STI testing, HIV testing, HIV treatment, hep C treatment. We also, you know, can link people with mental health services. We can link people with like holistic care for like really cheap. So like cool. acupuncture, massage therapy. And it's actually kind of cool because it used to be the right house, which was, kind of a radical space back in the 90s and helping, you know, HIV AIDS patients with end of life care. Mm-hmm. And they took, you know, like a more holistic approach and were just zero stigma with their clients. Um, but now people aren't passing away, fortunately. Yeah. And so now they've rebranded and they're shifting to more like preventative operations. Yeah. Instead of it just being like, stop you from dying. Now we can focus on wellness. Exactly. That's tight. Yeah. Okay. And they're cool to work for because they are all um, nasty freaks that work there. (laughs) (laughs) So it's very zero BS, very little stigma. And um, they're. What do you What do you mean by nasty freaks? I mean, we kind of trade nasty freaks around (laughs) here. I feel like. Sure. I I mean, I don't want to speak on any of their behalf. Yeah. But (laughs) everyone has a very colorful um, weekend. Okay. I think I've worked in a lot of clinics <laughs> where people like are married, have kids or like very, if they are gay, they're heteronormative and it just feels strange to like work in a sexual health clinic when they perhaps are a little judgmental towards That's the clients. Mm-hmm. Where Ashwell, you can tell them literally We all want to fuck. <laughs> yeah, okay, exactly. We're just trying to make this work out as best as possible. If it's a sexual health clinic. You should be free to just say, this is what I'm up to. And they'll be like, good for you. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So that's the environment. Within reason, it's like, so I'm planning on cutting my leg off this weekend. It's like, maybe (laughs) let's hold on. Okay. (laughs) Wait a minute. I saw this episode of Grey's Anatomy. What do you do again? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Is there an episode of Grey's Anatomy? It's not a sex thing for them. It's that phantom Um, limb thing where they're feeling the pain or something or that kind of, or they feel like they have to cut their, it's like, it is almost kind of like a fetish though. That idea of like, I have to cut my leg off. It becomes an obsession. And what I've heard is, they'll obsess about like one limb. Sometimes it's a really specific thing. Mm -hmm. And then usually, you know, everyone else is assuming you're going to do this and you're just going to do it again. And then they do cut it off and they're like, I feel great. I feel relief. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. This is a real thing. Like people actually Mm -hmm. fantasize about cutting off limbs because they want the phantom limb sensation specifically. No, I think that it's, it's their, some people have phantom pains that they're trying to get rid of. I think there's two. I think there's one where someone wow. has a phantom pain. There's no nothing you can do to get rid of it. So they feel like they have to cut their leg. It's in their head, but right. they feel like they have to cut their leg off. And then there's other people who just get obsessed with the idea of cutting their leg off like for its own sake in a sort of fetishistic way where they just specifically want to. Um, and and then they'll like, yeah, they'll go to a doctor and the doctor's like, are you, no, you need to be hospitalized. I'm not doing this for you. And then the person will like, freeze like stick their leg in a freezer till it's like dead essentially yeah, and so then they force them to, to do it, it off. Yeah. yeah oh my god but the people with the pain that that it's, neuroscientist um guy vs ramachandran you know he like figured out ways to get rid of the phantom limb pain for people and also ways to get rid of these phantom pains and stuff so you don't if you're out there and you have that pain you don't have to cut your leg off there's help for you 
Google it, but you know, um, yeah, the people who just have that as a fetish, I mean, I don't know, or, you know, and not even a sexual thing necessarily, but they just yeah. want to, it's like, well, yeah, I don't know. That's so fascinating. Should wow. we just let them live their dream? Yeah. I mean, fuck stop? it. I don't give a shit. Like if you want to do it, like go for it. Yeah. Cut the I leg think, off. I think it, you, though, I don't know if you're like a parent or but that then like sucks if you're just like, I'm going to be hopping around. Yeah. But, and also just like, what if you, I don't know. That would Someone should have to so want repu- to cut their this, leg off for at least a year and have a therapist sign off on it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it like Or you want to be trans legless. If you want to transition, that'd be <laughs> to being like one, a, one or a two limbs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you really but, should put those old things back in place. Yeah. Cause I'm, I was feeling very Republican and being like, well, what if someone did it just for the disability? It's just like, oh, yeah. just to like get like a grant. Like a, ha, ha, it wasn't easier. psychological after all. I yeah. just wanted, the, like, then <laughs> I just you wanted have, the parking spots. Then you have parents like cutting their kids legs off. So they get more scholarships. That's tight. <laughs> yeah. Like a rich parent. Just yeah. like, just cut them at the cast. So we still get them a shiny, cool bottom leg so we can run. Yeah. Fast, we're on to their like, financial schemes. Out of it. Yeah. It's just, it makes them more of a key. Like, he won't remember it. He's so tiny. Right. He's they fine. can't bribe yeah. their way in anymore after the scandal. So now they got to cut the limbs <laughs> off their yeah. kids. I want what's best for you. <laughs> Aunt Becky really raised the stakes for the rest of us. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your host. I'm Austin Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous boy lesbian. And we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. On FetLife, we're just Gender Fluids. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. You know what's so trippy about Aunt Becky is she's married to Massimo, like the designer. The, the shirt? Yeah, the Target. The Target really? Shirt. Yeah, that used to be kind of like, back in the day, it was like No Fear and Massimo were kind of the two, mm-hmm. I don't want to say cool because they weren't cool, but all the kids, I wanted that stuff. Yeah, because it was the Target thing. Right. Well, I remember pre-Target. Oh, I don't know it pre-Target. I yeah. feel like if you... Because I, I didn't have a Target until I moved to Austin. Oh. And like, <laughs> yeah, I was in a non-Target having town. I didn't know with that. Not, with, not a, with a Target, yeah. it was like 35 minutes away, like uh, driving okay. like yeah, yeah. 75 miles an hour. So it took us a while to get to the closest Target. Wow. So... My mom just I, Yeah, I only there. know it through yeah, that. Same. But So there was a pre target massimo period yeah and then it kind of became super uncool and then um he like made some deal with target and then i think that really obviously continues to sustain him and then he like met aunt becky and now they're like a they both weird... just had money and nothing to do with but you know like right. it just feels like they both they must have been retired for well a long see time, he hasn't been involved in any of this so i'm thinking she's the one that like was doing the i don't pan. know but is anybody surprised that aunt becky and the massimo guy's kid probably isn't smart enough to get into a good college <laughs> for real <laughs> you know i feel like we all could have figured that out uh. without these reporters <laughs> wow. It's a long way from prep. <laughs> oh yeah, so my boss is gonna be so like disappointed that his phantom limbs and Aunt Becky right out the gate. <laughs> Anyways, guys, Ashwell Clinic, get your legs cut off. I mean, not there, but like if you're you into know. it, will the will the Ashwell people cut your yeah, leg how off? How open are we? That's your sex. Really, with they, what's I know they can make referrals. Okay, so. <laughs> like I'm not saying I can to cut a more your leg holistic. off, but I can point you to a guy. We'll see if your holistic guy will do it. <laughs> see if he decides that on the whole That's is some better Austin for shit. Oh, yeah. you get, we have a holistic <laughs> amputee <laughs> fetishist. Uh, anyway, he uses the best all natural bone saws. Just <laughs> oh, man, they're made out of bones themselves. It's ridiculous. Yeah, really. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, well sourced. What do you call it? Um, ethically sourced. Ethically sourced. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that would have been funnier. Ethically funny sourced bone saws. Ethically sourced bone saws. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So you said that there's some interesting statistics out there now, or, or whatever, about prep and what's going on in the yeah in the commune. So I mean, if if someone 
your listeners aren't sure what prep is. It's a pill mm. you can take once a day. And oh yeah, and probably yeah. Sorry, we should have said that. I don't know. Well, what? I I went into because I've worked on and off in HIV prevention for years, so mm-hmm. I just assume everyone's at the same place I right. am, and then I realize there's still people that don't know of everything. Course. And so prep is a pill you can take once a day, and it prevents HIV. And so it had a very slow rollout. Um, it wasn't seen as like this incredible miracle. Um, people were really nervous to talk about it when it started to get exposure about four years ago. And um, it's been very controversial because people think that it might promote condomless sex. And yeah. then there'll be like another sort of outbreak of something else or there'll be a mutation of HIV or something will go off the rails. But that has yet to happen. So what do, seems you, like, do you fear that? No, no. no. Well, sorry. No, mm-hmm. it's fine. I I think um I hate arguments like that. It's like you're fighting uh you're fighting with a hypothetical. Right. Like with right. like some sort of anxiety ridden fear. It's like you're so we're gonna give up on this good thing just because there's the potential it could also be bad, even though it's like let's Well, be, I mean, but it for sure already has led to more condomless sex. So the question then is how worried are we? <laughs> About the possible mutations and stuff. I, I mean, think, I don't know. I mean, can, I don't we, know the can science we on say this. that there's a direct link between like 100%? I've, had, I've had so many conversations been. with people about it. They're, people are honest with me about it, at least, where they're like, yeah, I used to use condoms and I don't anymore because of prep. Sure. I, of, I'm one of those people. Yeah. I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cost benefit analysis mm, and people, condoms suck. They do suck. But <laughs> I mean, it's great if we can if figure out like how to them, not, you know, or they work for you, then that's great. Oh but, yeah, that too. Use but kids. I think they suck for me. And when I finally got on prep, I was like, "Fuck yes!" But <laughs> I also was starting to like waffle on my economies, and I, from working at a clinic, people were already starting to give up on them without right. prep. So it was just like, let's just meet people where they're at. Right. Yeah, people were already, a lot of people were already making irresponsible decisions about condoms at the time. And now it's like, okay, well, now it's not really an irresponsible decision necessarily. I mean, and you still have the choice about sure. how many people and how often and how well you know them and how much people are getting tested. Like, people I, need to take individual responsibility for all of those questions and whether yeah. or not. And condoms for me personally aren't off the table. I still, like, mm-hmm. am. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know this person right. or they seem like they get into some really intense stuff. So we are going to use a con right. because who knows what else is up. And I also feel less nervous talking to people because HIV is sort of like off the table now. And is, so it's like 100% just 99%. 99%. There's like maybe four or five cases of people that said that they were taking it regularly mm. that contracted it. But again, were they taking it every day? Right. How many loads were they taking? <laughs> they could have been like the pass around party bottom and yeah, how many that might, you know, there's, there's some other factors. <laughs> there's, is there but, something on the box that's like, Hey, we can only insure up to 12 loads a day. Right. Man. After that, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah. We can't guarantee after that. I love that. I want to see that test, like that yeah. trial phase. <laughs> like, what if we like, rub it in each of these different holes? <laughs> All right, guys, we need two loads per participants hole. to take. You're going to have to start right. rubbing it in How your many eyes. Loads if you've can already. You, have you taken? We need to know for the study. Would you say you could take 30 loads in a day? So we need to know where we can cap we need out. High at. load participants for this <laughs> follow up. They present the findings on one of those like um, foam core. Yeah. Like trifold. Yeah. Like a science fair it, thing. It's like these are should, the findings. See, that's why I want to have children. So just like I can send them to their sixth grade science fair with something like this. Doing real science here. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, they didn't. You didn't give any just, content restrictions, teacher. Uh, yeah, you didn't tell me I couldn't send my eight-year-old to school with how many loads. <laughs> how many, <laughs> how many loads this can prep handle? <laughs> I'm, th- I'm sorry. I'm I'm open with my children about the dangers of sex from a Conclusion. young age. Are you, uh, it's not my fault that you are. Conclusion. <laughs> now that 13 of our participants have contracted <laughs> HIV, <laughs> we realize <laughs> there is a load limit. <laughs> the load limit. The load Next load. on the load limit. The load limit does That's exist. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is no load limit. The sky's the load limit. Okay. Anyway, 
Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it is interesting to think about those things, like how it might be changing sex. Um, for me, I definitely feel a lot less anxious and I feel yeah. like I can be super, not super, I can be way more honest with my sexual partners and way more honest with myself. Mm-hmm. There's not like this denial about getting tested regularly. Like I used to like really put it off and now I don't shrug. Like I would go every two weeks if it was easier to get tested. It's mm-hmm. just such a pain in the ass to go to the clinic. I mean, my thing's just like, I wish it just does take a, I, I try and get tested as often as I can, but it also takes forever to get an appointment. Mm-hmm. Like unless you're showing, if you're showing symptoms or claim you're showing <laughs> symptoms, it's like you can, you'll those typically from what I've seen, a lot of places will see you faster. And if yeah. you're like just doing your routine checkup, you're going to have to like wait a little bit longer. True. But yeah. If there was like such availability to where like I could know, I could just like make an appointment like a week from now or right. two weeks from now and just have it like, like how some people who have really great fades, like keep up with their hair, like every two weeks. Like if I just like had that ability, it's right. like for sure. That's what I would do. You should do that at the barbershop. <laughs> have that would be that's so good, sick. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're true. already sitting still. You, someone yeah. could take your blood. You could have like an in-house phlebotomist at your barber shop. No wow. bad idea. That's a good idea. I mean, it's like, well, what did you do with your body all weekend? Like, yeah, I know that's the thing. Is like, <laughs> I haven't been fucking an, enough people. I've been okay. fucking the same people. Well, actually, I just had an orgy. Yeah. So a lot of those were in in circle people, but yeah, I was. And also, like, they were all kind not of a lot of penetration. Just mm-hmm. lots of. Fing- lots of licking. Well, and also lots of just like hand. Not a lot of like pee in the v penetration. Not a ton. Right. Mm. You know. Mostly just fingers, fingers hands, and toes. fingers, hand, yeah, lots of <laughs> fingers, hands, mostly and toes. toes. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, dude. I love, I have like a, I love it. Like you would like have like a fascin, a fascination for like a tiny. I don't know something that's just cute and fun. It's like toe fucking videos, like where someone's just like fucking uh-huh. a butthole with their like foot. I just think it's really cute. I don't know why. It's just it like cute. it's it feels wholesome to me for some reason. I'm just like, oh, look at like that little. Butt I guess I'd have to watch how they do toes. it. Is it aggressive when they do? It? I don't know. I haven't watched these videos. I mean, I don't like it when it's aggressive. That just scares me. You just want a little poking around. Yeah, a little wiggling, a little footsie. Yeah, just casual, footsie cute, the butt or vagina. cute toe fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know if I've ever had a toe in me. I sure like I have having once. my feet licked. You do? shit. It's like the other day I got a pedicure and I was with my friend and I'm like, this woman is like, there's, I don't know what is up with my feet, but there's a direct line from like my big toe to my butthole. <laughs> and she was like painting my toenail and then kind of like doing some stuff with the cuticle. And I looked at him. I was like, girl, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> this is magic. And I was trying to be super chill. Cause she's just this nice, cute woman doing her job. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> like hanging on to the massage chair for dear life. I'm so wet. Right yeah, now. truly. <laughs> so I discovered something about myself oh, during that pedicure. Awesome. Yeah. I think she, I hope she'd be proud to know that. Yeah, I she tip her you. extra and I'm like, yeah. Ooh, like, you you sent me to good. outer space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I haven't had a pedicure in so long. I miss them. They frightened me. I don't like my feet. You being never touched. had one? Oh. I had like I've had like a lot of like stuff as a child get stabbed into my foot. So mm. you've never had a pedicure? Mm-mm. Oh my I've god. I've never had a manicure and I've never had a massage. Oh my god. Okay, we have to go get pedicures together. That's hilarious anyway. Don't you want gender fluids content? <laughs> oh, no way. do the episode yeah. while getting the pedicure. Yeah, totally. Because <laughs> that environment's conducive to just being like chatty and gossipy. So loads. So loads, uh, that's they're okay. back. Loads are back, dude. I know, loads and you know, here's back. the thing: I am glad that people are just generally a little bit more into like big loads of all sizes and mm-hmm. types. You know, just like I might tap out on that. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Well, I mean, you know, I don't. I'm not into loads, so of any sort. No, 
oh, you don't not you're not even like being put inside you. Like you don't gotta touch it or interact with it, but just like having a like big load like blown in you. Just oh, like even the word blunt. Okay. Um <laughs> I think there's a, I think that if I were um trying to conceive a baby I've said this before, but yeah. I think if I were trying to conceive a baby, then I would find it to be pleasurable. But I think if I'm not, then I find it to be abhorrently disgusting. And I've said that yeah. and some straight women have been like, yes, to me before. I forgot about this. Mm. So I think there's just something to that. But no, cum, men's cum is so disgusting to me. I can't. I just can't. I see. I, I'm of the vein of like, I can have it in me, but I can't like, and I can have it on me, but it can't be like rubbed around on me. Mm. Like I've had people rub it in on me before and like, that's just mm. weird. It has a short shelf life mm-hmm. for um, most okay. people. Interesting. Like I'm short into it, life. but after it's around for like more than 10 seconds, it's like, no, All right, we're done. Yeah. You need to have in your mind what you want to do with this and do it quickly. That's right. interesting. And that's it's so interesting. Like, short shelf life. I like that. But yeah, that's what I've always said. I like come in theory. Right. Where it's yeah, like, I okay. love the idea of it. I lo- oh, Okay, yes, like, I love common mm. theory. Okay, that makes yeah. a little more sense to me. And then, like, when it comes to the <laughs> pragmatics of it, it's like, ooh, hot. Okay, now get it off. Just right. get it. Get it. Because the smell, it's such a particular <laughs> smell that just, like, that shit gets to me after a minute. It just, it's not good. And, like, unless, here's the, the only, the only exception is, like, coming inside me it's like that i can't get enough of I it's really just like if you could it's just be- <laughs> fill me just up keep going. yeah just, the <laughs> like i love i know it's so cheesy and it's the most unrealistic part about like hentai but i love it like the just the over just the completely unrealistic amount of cum involved in a lot of it where it's like blowing out of people like i want to be like when i say i want to be filled i mean i want to be like like filled <laughs> <laughs> like feel uncomfortable afterwards <laughs> feel uncomfortable about who i am as a person <laughs> um, <laughs> dude it's a dating jess and uh adrian has been weird because like they really like Made me come to terms with the fact that I like I'm just, dirty, a dirty <laughs> <laughs> just a big slut. Just a big slut in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. It's like, it's like it just, it's, yeah. I, I think there's know. a lot Sorry. of people that are like else. that, and now there's just more avenues to be like more honest about that. And there's just a shift back to people yeah. not having to be scared because there was, yeah, I think a lot of stigma, and a lot and of I it think was. That's part of what. Sorry, go on. Oh, I do think it just comes back to HIV. Like people were like, mm. sex is bad and dirty because you could possibly yeah. hurt yourself or hurt your partners or whatever. And now that that is starting to fade. That's interesting because the whole thing was like sex was bad and dirty for a long time. We really had to think of it that way. And then sure. we were all like, wait, now we could enjoy this thing mm-hmm. and unleash it. And then we're like, ooh, AIDS though. And now we're like, right. hey, I think we <laughs> dealt with AIDS, y'all. Right. And pregnancy. Yeah. So... It is kind of like a, but it just, it's not the same as destigmatizing kink, but it's just adjacent enough to it to where like this like type of dirtiness is being relieved from sex. And so the dirtiness surrounding kink is also vicariously yeah. a little bit kind of like getting washed away, you know, mm-hmm. that's I hadn't thought about that happening, but yeah. I was thinking about this yesterday about like, yeah, like pre AIDS, like sort of that come up of the disco era. And I'm like, Oh, we were so close. Like, everyone was bisexual. Like, when I watch documentaries about, like, these important disco figures and stuff, I it's mean, like, even the gay guys just would sleep with women. Like, oh, yeah, this stylist, he was so gay, but he slept with Jerry Hall because she's <laughs> so amazing. Why wouldn't you? You know? And so everyone seemed way more fluid. And I think there was way less, um, way fewer boundaries and borders. Um, and so I'm always curious about, like, the impact HIV had across so many boards of like gender and sexual taste and things like that. And I think through the eighties and early nineties, it really put people into compartments and everyone got really scared of one another and just maybe starting to undo that kind of psychic damage that came from that. Yeah. And now everyone's starting to be a little more freaky and a little more like I'm into whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. I went to this sex party in New York called Inferno 
and there's it's great because there's like a dance party and then there's a sex maze and there's like drag queens like doing sex show stuff on stage and then I went into the maze and the first thing I saw was two you know it's dark but I presume like two lesbians you know like a strap-on situation mm-hmm. and they were going at it and then there was like six gay guys standing around them like jerking off watching that and i'm like that is yes. very 20 <laughs> that's 2019 yeah that's very that's very, that's very 2019 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally like, but 2019 has even before 2019 happened i was like tw- it's this is fucking i'm i'm just so into 2019 and it really is this mm-hmm. way for so many people like it's just like look pe- that's hot yeah, when we're just it. loosening up a little bit and figuring out what we all really want as a culture, I think we're kind of, I don't know. I think, yeah. we're, I think we're progressing. Everyone, I know, I'm, like, I'm telling you, ever since Trump got elected, people have been fucking more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's because it feels like a little more transgressive again. Mm-hmm. It feels like a little more revolutionary of like, fuck, yeah, I'm doing this. You like do whatever I want. Yeah. It, it makes it makes it feel a little more punk rock. That's why it's like, Definitely. yeah, that's why you'll see six gay dudes jerking off to like a presumably lesbian strap on. Like, so it's like, yeah, because we're all just hot and in this together. Like, right. Well, we're all just admitting a lot more to each other than we used to about gender, sexuality, fluidity. Right. You know, kinkiness. Yeah. People are way less stringent about it. And also deviating outside of what's stereotypical for their gender or sexuality mm-hmm. doesn't then endanger their belief in their own identity, right? Like mm-hmm. they realize they can participate. In, like, like I'm gay and I can jerk off to like two ladies having sex. It doesn't make me threaten my gayness, right? I'm mm-hmm. not worried about being seen as not gay now, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or yeah, I'm a straight dude. I'm usually straight all the time, Everyone but like I don't mind like, like sucking a casual dick every now and then. Yeah. Like it doesn't bother me. I'm not worried about my own straightness, but it's just a thing I enjoy kind of doing. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I love it. Okay, let's take a quick break, and then uh, we'll come back with some more fun shit. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you like the podcast and want to leave us a review, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review like this one. Uh, I enjoyed the review from Creamy Pussy, five stars. It's called Oh Yeah, Just Like That. Excellent and thought-provoking content that can make anyone, no matter what your fetish is, feel a little less alone and a little turned on. Wink. Perfect. Give us more stuff like that. Head on over to Apple Podcast and uh, drop us a review. Thanks. Anyway, that's awesome. Wait, so you went to this whole sex party. What else did you see? Also, what's what's a sex maze? I know. I was just gonna let him take take us through it. It was great. Um, It was like a base. No, I'm fine. Um, It was like a basement in Brooklyn under like a bodega. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's very unassuming. There's just like the, you know, black steel door. You go down these stairs. There's a coat check. There's really good music. Usually like bathhouses and stuff have really bad, like that methy circuit mm-hmm. party music. Mm-hmm. This was like really beautiful techno. Every, and it was also cool. I mean, it was mostly like more on the masculine side, but there were women, there were drag queens, there were, you know, non-binary people. It was definitely like the most, diverse mix of identities I've seen in kind of a sexy space like that. So there's like, yeah, this dance floor area. And then there's this maze that's kind of like mostly made like, just like with particle board that's, you know, painted black and then curtains and stuff. So it's very like DIY, but you know, there's holes so you could like watch other people having sex, like kind of a voyeuristic thing. They maybe were aware of you or not. And then there was like different, what would you call them? Like, not like a bed, but like those kind of rubber mat mm-hmm. things to different corners you could like pop into. And then in the very back was just an open room with like different cubbies and then like different rubber mattresses that were suspended on chains and then like a chain link fence. And then there was like 40 people just going that's for it. Awesome. Dude, that's, that's <laughs> fucking sick. There were mattresses suspended on chains. Yeah. Totally. It was great. <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> That's like one of those moments where you walk in and you're like, oh, finally. Like, right. It's yeah. one of those things you imagine your whole life kind Jesus. of, or just maybe yeah. not that exactly, but something like that. You're like, yeah, this is, I'm going to remember this. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I think about it like once every couple days. <laughs> and I went, I DJed a sex party in Austin and I was kind of like, have that in my mind. And yeah. I'm like, and it was at a, professional space it's like a dominatrix's dungeon and it was this like men's leather group invited my friend and he invited me to help him dj 
and guys were just like falling out because they were mixing Cialis and poppers and heart meds and the mm. the ambulance had to be called oh, no. and then oh, the like God. the EMT was like in the flashlight like in the dungeon like with like this guy <laughs> in a jock strap oh, and it just was God. such a mess and such amateur hour and I just thought like oh Austin's having this sexual liberation moment and it was just like mm. it was yeah. and then you see how it can go bad it went so bad so quick and I just was so embarrassed <laughs> you guys gotta watch it mixing those drugs yeah. it is dangerous but Drugs you know. and sex are just dangerous sometimes. Oh, it can be very. so much fun, but also mm-hmm. like it goes wrong quickly. Very quick. So yeah, I was a little disappointed. I thought there's gonna be a lot of potential, and then I'm like, no, that just we can't handle it here. And then and then there's this um, weekly orgy on campus that happens. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you been? No. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm it. a little too I think I I could have gone probably like six months ago. <laughs> but like and I might still be able to get away with it, but sure. like I think my tits are just a little too big now. Mm-hmm. But like it's pretty mask. Yeah. yeah. I mean I've had I have a few friends who've gone to it. I have uh, our friend uh <laughs> he has the pseudonym uh Gabe on here, but he came on early on in the podcast and like talked about his like first time going to it and like Did you have a good time? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I went two weeks ago and it was kinda also like a well, little compared to the I think you know, it's like a it's like a weekly orgy. Like that's hard yeah. to like have a ten every time. You know, that's some, true. you get some twos thrown in there, you know. Mm-hmm. I should go during like a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like when ACL <laughs> festival is going yeah. on. Oh, that'd be <laughs> <laughs> not a bad plan. Actually. We've talked know. about, well, I, by we, I mean, I've talked about, I want to host orgies in here. Cause I think I could mm-hmm. just move the couch back and have like a nice big flat area. Just get, like get a, a couple good, blow up mattresses. Yeah. I was going to get like a couple just futon mattresses mm-hmm. and fit them together. Like, big pad yeah that way like we don't have to worry about popping anything and like oh right you can all be on one level you know oh that's true yeah, yeah. i could get it uneven quickly <laughs> 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 or, yeah someone like gets catapulted which honestly that'd be, that'd be great yeah. <laughs> can I <add> to it? <laughs> sense of drama at the orgy uh was your so i was listening to your last podcast when you're talking about the orgy yeah you said the burn yeah but there was just a ren fair this weekend it wasn't the rent okay because someone was told me like oh ren fairs are low-key like <laughs> sexual situations Dude, they are they're uh, i always assumed they were yeah a lot of times at ren fairs and like where the in the camping portions you know the people that camp out and do the whole thing mm-hmm. there will be kind of like it burns how their themed camps or different groups that camp together there will typically be like a kink camp like there are like groups of kinksters that like show up to the written fair to like do kink shit. Right. Yeah, and people have like are gonna a dress style. up and role play all day like that. I hope they're fucking in the little costumes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what is the point? True. Do you, uh, yeah. That also give you, that does give you the opportunity to do some like intense, like 24 seven role play shit. Yeah. Like, oh, that's kind of hot, man. Yeah, they better be fucking. Jeez. I think, Maybe I'll get into Ren Fairs over. Yeah, why not? Burns. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Although you definitely did. When I was at that burn, you saw a crossover. Like you saw yeah. the people like, mm, it's your Ren Fair get up. I can tell. <laughs> like, uh, you know, they use, they do both. And it's it was like, doing mm-hmm. double duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. But, I mean, I guess if you buy like a pirate outfit, you might as well fucking get all the miles out of it. You can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this is a $3,000 pirate outfit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That is the the hard part about buying interesting clothing. You can only wear it once. That's (laughs) the difference between Ren Fairs and Burns. Burns, you can just be naked. You don't have to Mm. buy any costume. Ren Fairs, lots of costuming involved. Yeah, not my vibe. But but yes, Ren Fairs are low-key sex things. Cool. Okay, good. Yeah, I've heard that and it figures. But makes sense with the crowd. Yeah, it's like very that like poly. What would y'all go to a Ren fair as if you had to go to a, pick a thing? What are my options? Like money's not an issue. Like you can get your fucking outfit, right? Like, I just want to be a dragon. You want to be a, okay? So <laughs> <laughs> is that not how it works? Did you hear the end of the last episode about the dragon orgy? No, I didn't get to that part yet. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> we were, we're trying to put together a dragon orgy to film for the oh. Contrast Film Festival. There. Oh, oh 
my God. Okay. Do you okay. want to be in the dragon orgy? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I want to tell a story about that. So ages Perfect. ago, my friends band Popper Burns, okay. um, they're local and Popper they're really great. They kind of sound like the Pixies a little bit to me. Mm-hmm. And um, they're always in really bad drag. Uh, if you're listening to this, you're, you're beautiful, but the drag's bad. And so um, we did this video for them called Albert Einstein. And, um, you know, the lead singer is dressed as like a sexy Albert Einstein with like lipstick and, and a, you know, skirt. And she's like about to discover nuclear energy. And um, Godzilla has been sent back Terminator style to assassinate <laughs> Albert Einstein, you know, because it's obviously mm-hmm. like nuclear energy is bad. And Godzilla is a product of that. And mm-hmm. so they get into this fight. And so we found this Godzilla <laughs> costume that has a little fan that's like battery powered. So it kind of inflates. Uh-huh. Like it's like this nylon Godzilla. <laughs> and so we shot the video with it. And it was really fun. The video was pretty cute. And then I still had this Godzilla costume. You know, it was like a hundred bucks. And um, <laughs> it was half the budget of the video, actually. And so it's just like, I always have this sitting around. And then around this time, it was when like the puppy play thing started to hit Austin. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, you know, I go to like a bar and there'd be like a pen and like kibble on the floor. And they were just all like sniffing each other's butts and like, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but like, I just couldn't handle it. Like it just was too much for me. Cause it's like this infantilization thing. It's like, you're just a, whatever. It wasn't for me, mm-hmm. but I just was like, so like when people say, this is my kink, this is what I'm into. Everyone's like presumed that you just have to like respect that. <laughs> and you can't be like, no, that's fucked up. Like I'm at a bar and I'm just trying to chill with my girls and I have to like have a dog like rolling around. Like <laughs> I can't. And so I was like, well, I'm gonna show up in this Godzilla costume <laughs> and I'm going to destroy everything. And that was gonna be my king. I was like into Godzilla. Um I have yet to do Just it. destroy the puppy pin. Yeah, I'd be like, and like be breathing fire. And I'd be in this, you know, I'd be in the gay bar. <laughs> As Godzilla. <laughs> that was my fantasy. Did you not do it? I didn't. Oh. But I'll I'll go through the closet and see if it's still around. Yeah. It warmed my heart. <laughs> I, I love that. You, you gave them a look and I'm like, oh God, they're into puppy play. No, no, okay. it's fine. Oh, oh, hell no. Okay. Good. No, I'm always I've done getting that. in trouble for judging okay people. great um <laughs> okay then we're kind of on the same page yeah okay yeah i don't i'm into everything I, i'm right? always I like what happened in your weird. childhood and austin's like that is not how it works ariel fine yeah. <laughs> i don't know if you're sniffing people's butt whatever i do i mean i mean i want people to have fun and enjoy themselves but i just don't have to it just shouldn't happen in a bar on a friday yeah i well, I, I got confused as to why that was happening in the bar Right. I must have missed some part of the story. So, no, I mean, what? well, that's just part of, like, the gay male culture is, like, puppy play is kind of, like, right there alongside, like, leather daddies. You were just at a regular gay bar, though? It's probably yeah. Iron Bear. Yeah, it was yeah. Iron Bear. Yeah, you are at Iron yeah. Bear, and they were being puppies. It wasn't, like, a themed night of puppy play? But It, it yeah, could have been, and maybe I just didn't know. Just didn't and know. so I'm a jerk for judging when they, like... Maybe took the was, time to reserve and yeah. you know that's fine. Well, that's what I'm wondering would they really have just been doing that on a regular I don't I don't know cuz like you know there are like larger like clubs where it wouldn't be like out of the ordinary to see like a stray puppy walking around but like <laughs> you know but at, at the same it's time it's cute, like it's though. a it's a pretty yeah <laughs> But it's also I don't know. like maybe you I know, have to see it in person. <laughs> when it gets real role play y and like they're all down on the ground, that's what it is. Like, like, especially if it's like a Tuesday night and it's yeah, if, if it's not like a specifically themed night, it's like do? sometimes I just want to go yeah. out to the bar and like just like hang out for a second. I feel like it's the same thing as like children <laughs> at music festivals and things like that, oh, where it's like, dude, they, like oh, it's it. like there's I on the one hand I'm okay with it somehow, but also I'm like there should be a section like if you have a fucking kid, you have to be over there. Like it's just weird yeah i'm i'm not i don't want to watch this band with your like six month or like two-year-old child like next to me yeah mm-hmm. it's always like a tiny kid and then they have those giant headphones to protect their ears and it's like we get yeah, it you're a cool parent here. you're harsh in my buzz though like, just yeah. show your kid like talking heads stop making sense in the privacy of your home own home if you're like 
so set on being like a cool mom or dad or right. whatever. Like, don't take them to ACL or Coachella or whatever. That's so corny. I also just feel like, look, they're like, but what? I still want to go. It's like, well, you can either figure out a way to get a babysitter because you can obviously get yourself here, mm-hmm. or guess what? You just don't get to go to concerts now. That's the, that's the sacrifice. You right. made a human, and now you don't get right. to do things unless you can safely take care of that human. It's like right. you don't just bring it along with you. Right. Uh, Agreed. Fucking see that's fucking Subtle. that's the that's the blend of hippie that's like steeped into the culture that I don't like. Mm-mm. It's like stop treating your children like they're your cool best friends. Like they are your children. Let's keep right some modicum of like yeah authority. taking them to ACL. <laughs> yeah, the I fucking I, nerve. I yeah, unfair. Anyhow, anyways, loads, <laughs> loads, <laughs> back to loads. <laughs> Anyways, loads. <laughs> Live, laugh, loads. Well, <laughs> I want that on my hat. Or a visor, really. It would probably be better on a visor. Vi- yeah, that sounds like a visor for sure. I love loads. Oh, my God. Oh, that's amazing. It can be a little splash right here yeah. on, the, on the side. Like, live, laugh, loads, splash. Love it. Oh my God. But yeah, I am happy to see that there's a more openness. I mean, I think people were always doing whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like things completely went away, but now there's just less shame. And I feel people maybe have the ability to be more adventurous. I don't know. I don't know like how much prep plays into that or just, you know, so many factors like we're living in this conservative backslide. There's the mm-hmm. internet, which maybe allows people to explore different things and then they'll try it out in real life or they have different ways to connect with people. Um, you know, yeah, it's probably all these things that, is there like a German word for when everything kind of just comes together at the same time and creates this? The zeitgeist? I don't know, dude. I'm not going to pretend to know at this point. Right. Pretty ripped. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I sure, I'm sure there's a German word for it. They've got a word for everything. Just like all these factors are now happening in our culture that is now hopefully allowing for like another, I'm not going to say sexual revolution, but hopefully like people are feeling way more liberated um, because of these various things at their disposal. Yeah, I completely agree. And the Ashwell Clinic is here to help. Yeah, we're going to help gets you. a little sticky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, that's a good tagline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, okay. Well, do we want to try and do a sexual fetish of the week? Or yeah, do, we do you have wanna... one? I don't, but I mean... Uh, I brought one. What is it? Human decanting. Oh. What we kind of talked about this, right? What does that is mean? Is that where you're putting the... You, so you take a catheter. I thought catheters were only for out, but you can also do in with them. So mm. it's, you know, let's say a gentleman um, <laughs> takes the catheter and it's filled with um, wine and you fill your bladder with wine and then you can piss wine like into wine cups. So I feel like it's sort of like Whoa. a service offered at like a masquerade orgy. Whoa. Okay, dude. <laughs> Um, good fetish (laughs) damn coming in strong yeah it's like an eyes wide shut level yes like there's all these rich people and then the man will be like oh more chardonnay Uh and then the one's like yes please and then he like pisses and she drinks it happily yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's mostly chardonnay okay i have so many questions yeah I'm sure you get a UTI. So I would, I would like to think, I would like to think if you are the human decanter, like you answer the like um, Task Rabbit or yeah. Craigslist <laughs> posting, like searching for human decanter. It's like you better like work the UTI fee yeah. into your overall fee. Oh yeah, that's part of overhead. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. comes with the territory. Oh. So. Maybe you just do it with cranberry juice good afterward for the person it. having it done to them. Like it has to burn, right? I don't know. It's wine coming out of your dick. Like that's got to be like way more acidic than piss already is. Yeah. Well, see, right? That's got to burn. Hopefully, like, there's yeah. a sommelier to pair not only the, the sort of flavor profiles, but also the acidity that will like sit well with 
in a human bladder. Oh, that's nuts. That's another level of, you know, yeah. <laughs> that, that job. There's like small XXX school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when I found out about that, it definitely is one of those things. Like, you think you've heard it all. Yeah. And no, then, would y'all be happily drinking this stuff? Dude, I don't know, man. Depends on how hot the person is. I don't know. I also don't know if I think it would heavily depend on one the smell. Yeah, uh, yeah. and sure, the smell. to what the environment was, because like I might do it just because I'm gonna be in a situation where it's like I'm never gonna get to do this again. Yeah. This is fucking nuts. Feels rude not to drink it. I know. I <laughs> I feel like They've I would take the, the trouble. I bring you in my home. I piss wine for you. I know. <laughs> we pay this guy's making at least seventy eight bucks tonight. <laughs> uh, I don't. I could, but yeah, it depends on the smell. If it's nasty, no, yeah. If there's I a smell, know. no, 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 no. But I'm assuming he's been like cleared out. Yeah. They've done it. They've rinsed it out, and then he is just wine in and wine out all night. So. <laughs> One I would take presume. a sip to be polite. I feel like that's yeah, all I could do. It's good manners. I, and out of curiosity, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, okay. And maybe if it tastes 100% normal, maybe I would drink it. I don't know. But if there's any, even in my mind, a little like whatever, I'm like, okay, y'all, I had the sip. I'm not doing right. this. But thank you so much for hiring this guy. <laughs> well, can they do it to women? <laughs> That I don't know. She squats just... over your gun. <laughs> goes everywhere. She's like, hang on. No, no. Got, my first ex wife could aim. She uses urinals sometimes. Really? She could like aim. Yeah. Uh, how do you do that? I guess she just said she just poked it down. I don't know. Oh, okay. She's, she like has such a weak bladder. It just became important to her to learn how to aim. So she did. So she could do it anytime. She could do it anytime. She would just, um, she would park on the side of the road, squat, like on the highway side. She mm-hmm. would just squat, pee, get back in. <laughs> Didn't even need to. She's fast. Okay. But yeah, so she could she could probably do it. But maybe okay. she's like that, you know. They're like, whoa. She could one be very in demand. There could be a good it. side mm-hmm. hustle. Yeah. I should write her an email. We are in the gig economy. So. Yeah. Okay, okay, so I just am still obsessed with the idea of sommeliers for this. Right. Like, like they someone pees into a yeah. glass and they have to smell it and they have to tell you not only like the type of wine, but the type of person it comes from. <laughs> Describe their background. Thirty-two year old. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be a Brazilian, I think. Swarthy. Transgender lady. Uncircumcised. The, the best ones can guess the gender, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, transgender ones. Wow. Because people want women, but <laughs> you need the dick too. Look, I'll drink wine off a dude's dick, but like, you know. It's gonna be a woman dude. <laughs> it's gotta be a woman dude. Yeah, is it's it not gay? fucking gay, okay? This isn't gay. Yeah. The not gay section over there. It just doesn't taste the same out of vagina. <laughs> everyone everyone it, else who they're cares. not gay, so it has to yeah. be a woman dude. <laughs> I just love the idea, yeah, the, in the venue, there's a not gay section. All those guys have all the trans women. <laughs> <sighs> or Just my like first ex-wife. <laughs> these beautiful crystal goblets at the Venetian uh-huh. mast mm-hmm. orgy, like in some <laughs> beautiful mansion in like Westlake Austin. Yeah. I've heard speaking of orgies in Westlake, mm. the owners of Whole Foods like host some really epic sex parties. Really? What? I have anybody, a I have a friend out in Westlake who's been go, starting to go to sex parties. I'm going to ask him. Really? So he was describing I mean, a really amazing party, and it might, he might have mentioned Whole Foods. Hey, guys, I don't want to... Can we just toss this He's out into the ether? If queer, you know about no. this or have an in on it, yeah. let us yeah. know. Let us know about all um, your orgies. Yeah. Yeah, if there's some... I only know... Of we'll review most swan. serious offers. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, I, would, I think it'd be cool to do like a review series of... <sighs> What's going on in Boston? <laughs> you know, like reporting live from the scene. I just got Chinese finger trapped, and it was amazing. Uh, I gotta say, the appetizer selection A plus, great finger food, not too heavy but nutritious. Decent I, vegan options. Yeah. You know? yeah, is that a common thing free. for the? Um, sex party to be catered um i mean most sex parties i've been to they encourage if they're not already providing something most people encourage people to bring like snacks and Mm -hmm. things like that Mm -hmm. potluck some snacks yeah (laughs) i mean sometimes i've just gone to like you know the one at the burn there was no snacks around we just 
we're fucking. Most people like, are on drugs. So, yeah. yeah. Also, like, if you know, if you're in someone's apartment and you're going to be there for a while, yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm going to bring some fruit or yeah, bring some fruit, kale chips. Yeah. <laughs> no? I'm just trying to think of, dude. Like, although I will say, friendly. I didn't think it was going to be good, but it ended up being wonderful. We one time we had a huge plate of nachos. Oh yeah. Beforehand, and I was like, this is just a bad idea, but it wasn't. In the end, it really yeah. worked out. We, we lucked out on that one, but I went to this dominatrix's. Like it was supposed to be a sex party and it was in her dungeon and they had a spread and there's chocolate hummus, oh. which it tastes just like chocolate cake batter. Mm. And that was more exciting than what was going on in the dungeon. <laughs> See, you don't want the snacks to be too good. You know, right. Could take Cause then people won't <laughs> go to the main mid-level event. snacks. Yeah. You don't want them remembering your snacks at your orgy. Just some like Trader's Joe pirate booty and some like mm-hmm. those veggie puff chips and call it a day. Mm-hmm. Don't make it too like Martha Stewart type of stuff or yeah. Iron Garden level. Then people yeah. Yeah, are going to yeah. skip. Okay. I seriously, I'm when, as soon as we're done, I'm going to go look up decanting. Yeah. That's just <laughs> unreal. That's Does amazing. it get you drunk? Oh yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. You gotta be taking in some of the like, alcohol through your dick. Right. Osmosis. Yeah. A little bit of it swims up. Because there's that steaming thing where people like steam their buttholes or vaginas with what? vodka. That's tight. I knew people steam their vaginas like to cleanse them. Yeah. But I didn't know about with alcohol. Yeah. I guess it gets you like super <laughs> messed up to yeah. like boil vodka and then like put your privates on top to absorb it. So if you want to get a lot of mileage out of a vodka <laughs> bottle, you right. can just steam a little. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Steam a little before you go to the club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you can't afford drinks, just yeah. steam vodka. Oh, she's upstairs steaming. Our clothes. <laughs> no. Um, or you could bring a little like lighter and a little vodka with you to the club. You go to the stall and kind of. This one doing? A little heroin in the bathroom stall. No, no steaming. steaming. Yeah. No, she's between checks right now. I wanted to come out. So. She's just sweet. Some steaming that. some sweet vermouth. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right i think we're gonna leave it on that yeah. <laughs> well thanks for coming yeah. thanks for having me yeah, um if you are looking to get on prep or just need a new sexual health provider come to ashwell ashwellatx.org sweet bye bye this has been another npr production out of safe space studios we're broadcasting on 66.6 fm that's kfux peace I'm Janish Meeting, a native writer and comedian, and I'm thrilled to announce that my podcast, Woman of Size, has found a permanent home on the Hoo-Ha-Ha Network. On Woman of Size, I talk to artists, writers, activists, and thinkers about their big-ass lives, their big-ass experiences, and their big... Asses. Woman of size is plus size, Latina, flawed, curvy, curvy, thick, queen, queer, fat, black, disabled. So come take up space and subscribe to Woman of Size on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Be big, baby. This has been a hoo ha ha podcast. <laughs>